2: Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads ever. And they get the Booze Bundle Welcome Box, four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's ten bucks. You're practically making Money. So do it today. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up to become a patron at saintshappyhour.com.
0: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast my god the audio it's it's painful
2: all right everybody welcome into saints happy hour podcast we are recapping day 4 of saints training camp andrew but before we get to the recap i want to do roll call for the people that signed up for this amazing podcast yesterday and are going to get there uh booze bundle shipped out my wife it's going to get that to you on first week of September Alex, Eric, RJ, Michael and Raphael, y'all made the right decision. We love that you're on board. Everybody that's listened to this podcast that isn't a subscriber, get your ass on board. Sign up, get in the Discord channel, get the booze bundle, do it. Andrew, whoo, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Sean Payton was really interesting today uh after practice. Um, And a guy that we've been bagging on, saying that he's not likely to make this team. He's struggling. Traquan Smith, Sean Payton, talked about him. And after the soundbite, I might need to reevaluate my Traquan thoughts.
0: He had a real good play today, a third down snap. Um, Look, some of the things that he's asked to do occasionally is is more physical in nature. But uh, I think he's come in in great shape. Uh, He's strong. Uh, He's he's an important part of what we're doing offensively. And, you know, he's one of those players that will make a catch in traffic that a lot of guys uh, may necessarily not have the same appetite for. Um, But he's a tough player, and uh, he's doing good.
2: Andrew, Mm. do we need to reevaluate the end of the
1: Traquan Smith era? Well, you just made a comment that he was unlikely to make the team. You said something to that effect. and I Benny just want... Fowler,
2: man. The Benny Fowler hype train is
1: rolling. Yeah, I guess. But I never <laughs> said that. I never said he was unlikely to make I the did. team. In fact, I, I specifically remember saying when we were talking about Benny Fowler that if you're a Saints fan, you should be rooting for this. Uh, exactly this. Traquan Smith, because his ceiling and his ability is at his peak uh, he, he's just, he, he's got more special football player potential Mm -hmm. in him. So it's great to hear that he's looking good in camp. Um, that that's encouraging. Uh, I think he, he can still be a special football player. You know, the thing is like, I I know he can make the tough catch in traffic. I know he's a tough player. I know he's great after the catch. That's really nothing new. The, the thing that, Continues to baffle me with Traquan Smith is the inconsistency. The inconsistency of his hands. And part of it's just poor technique. A lot of times he catches the ball with his body instead of going out and getting the ball with his hands. Uh, if you're a patron, uh, I recommend, I, I actually analyzed every target that Traquan Smith had uh, last season and it's in our $10 subscription. That's so right. if you're if you're a patron, you can search for that and you can find it. It's my uh, it's part of my written stuff.
2: Well, the but hype I studied,
1: train. I I studied him extensively, and I, I just think this offense is better, and they're scarier if Traquan Smith is part of it and playing at the level I believe he can.
2: I just wanted to play the hype train for him. We've been we've been bagging on him a little bit, and you know he can he can get in this race. And the thing about him is, you 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 can you can not necessarily you can see it. But you know that he's got the potential to be a really nice receiver uh, somewhere in him. But the thing is, like, if it can't happen with Sean Payton in, in the Saints, it ain't never. It's never, yeah. It's never, it's but, never. Hey, well, here's the thing happened. about
1: this offense. You have so much to worry about between Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Taysom Hill, now Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, Michael Thomas. There's Troutman so made a
2: play today.
1: Troutman made a play, yep. There's so much to pay attention to, and we joke all the time that T- Traquan Smith is undefeated when teams forget to cover him. That's right. Um, but that, that's the <laughs> thing about this offense. There's so many weapons. It's so well designed. He's going to get a lot of easy plays, and that's why I think he's a critical piece of this offense. Is It's yep. not only that he gets wide open. It's that he's devastating after the catch. So if the yeah. Saints were counting on Traquan Smith to – consistently beat a number one or a number two corner. or if they were trusting him to win the 50-50 balls, you, that, that's where he, those are the plays like a lot of times he doesn't make those, you know And so that's where he leaves you frustrated. And I think if he was on a different team that was maybe counting on him to me to be the number two or number three option in the passing game, he would be a huge disappointment. but he doesn't have to be that on this team and the saints can find ways to get him wide open, get him favorable matchups, just get the ball in his hands, and it's the damage that he does after the catch, his ability to break tackles, his speed with the ball in his hands. That's those are the kind of plays that I want him on the field for, and I just think this offense can make that happen for him. So I don't really care if he only catches 25 balls this year or 31 balls or 17 I, I think he can do a lot of damage with those catches we, and, and and can get five or six touchdowns.
2: We need Dave to make a T-shirt. Traquan Smith, can you be devastating when teams forget you exist? That's – <laughs> we, we, we need that. Well,
1: I mean, I think the ceiling for him is like a Devery Henderson type oh, yeah. career, yeah. right? Where, like, you know, I think Devery Henderson at his best was, what, maybe like a 700-yard receiver, yeah. maybe 800-yard receiver. Like, those were his best years. And I, I still think I, – I don't think Treyquan Smith is going to do that this year because Emmanuel Sanders is on the team and all that. But I, I still think that's a ceiling. And I think he can, he can hurt you just bad enough that if he starts to scare teams and they start paying more attention to him, it, it starts to open things up he for can, all those guys. I he, just
2: he can be a guy for the Saints the next two years after that. Where he gets a deal for like three years, like thirty million dollars from some team,
1: and it'll and, be awful,
2: and they'll be highly disappointed. Yeah. He could be Meechum two for the Chargers. I hope it'll be point. like
1: Meacham signing that deal with the Chargers. And <laughs> That's the, right, and that who whatever team I'll be able to just be like, what the hell did we just do?
2: You bought, you made a bad purchase, my friend. Uh, yeah. Listen, Peyton also talked about. Um, Jameis Winston. And, and by the way, if you haven't listened, listen to our Jameis One of One interview yesterday. Me and Dave did it. It is Chef's Kiss amazing.
0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story. Georgetown.edu/podcast. Uh, Amazing, but Peyton
2: had some interesting things to say about Jameis Winston today as well.
0: I thought he, I thought he had some good good reps. Um, man, he, he's picked up what we're doing very quickly. He stands in the t- in the pocket. Uh, you know, he can throw from some awkward positions. It doesn't have to be perfect around him. Um, so I, I've been encouraged with with his progress.
2: Yeah, you can tell that Sean Payton is – when he, whenever, he, whenever he talks about Winston, you can tell he's just enamored with his physical gifts like he's looking at a really beautiful woman. Like he always mentions his physical skills in almost every soundbite for Winston. It's fascinating, but uh, so far so good for Jameis.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think some, someone in the media said this, but like Jameis in the one-on-one stuff, Jameis is always going to look ridiculous because his arm strength and he can put the ball wherever he wants, Uh, you know, you're not really dealing with pass rush. So, I mean, his, his arm strength and I think it's probably shocking when you've been used to Drew Brees for the last 20 years and you've had some, you know, Chase Daniel and Luke McCown and Sean Canfield (laughs) sprinkled in, but that, that, and Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, those are the people that, Peyton has really been exposed to the last several years, and he's really never had the arm talent of Jameis. I mean, even Taysom Hill, I would say is not on that level. You know, he, he's never really had a guy that can sling it like Taysom with the Saints. I mean, yeah. I, I would say no one close really. I and mean, the only guys I can really think of in Saints history that have been like this, maybe Jim Everett, Aaron Brooks, you know, there, maybe Adrian McPherson, like, even though he was useless to I me, mean, that dude had a cannon, but like, Todd Bowman had a big arm, Mike Buck, you know, but you could probably name like five or six guys. The only thing I know about Adrian McPherson is
2: he got run over by the golf cart. That's the only thing I ever remember about him.
1: But like of all the, like, those are the guys, I mean, Jeff Blake, maybe too, but those are the only guys that like had cannons that that are anywhere even close to Jameis. And I would say Jameis is maybe even, you know, more physically gifted than all those guys, except maybe Aaron Brooks. So, you know, the bottom line is, I, I do think it's eye popping, and I ex- I expect that. So then, none of that's a surprise to me. What it really comes down to for me with Jameis is in between the years. You know that that that's really yeah. the deal for him is just can can he put it all together? And football isn't a one on one game. It's not looking good in individual drills. It's understanding the whole playbook and, and well, understanding the whole the big picture and, and playing eleven on eleven. That's how the games played, and so. Right now, it's just a progression. I think it's great that he's picking up the offense. It's great that he's looking good, um, but to me, that means very little. I expect him to pick up the offense, and I expect him to look great in individual drills. To me, what will be the ultimate list, litmus test? And I, I, I mean, I hate to keep banging this drum, but like to me, not seeing him in preseason live against other teams is a huge disappointment because stop with this that's where the evaluation comes.
2: Stop with these reasonable takes. (laughs) <laughs> Did you see that throw to Troutman today? I am. Nice you throw. are too reasonable on a Friday. We got the weekend coming. I want hot. I want hot takes, man. And you're not giving them. But on a serious note, Triplett, Mike Triplett said, "Look, the 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 the, the offense has struggled this week. They were a little better today because the starting offensive tackles were back. P.J. Williams had another interception. Andrew, we we have reached the 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 ultimate conundrum of training camp after a week is if the Saints. If the Saints' defense is looking good, does that mean the defense is actually good or the offense is going to be a mess? I would say that the offense for the Saints is going to be fine. I just think this defense is potentially...
1: The best top defense, five. Sean, yeah. Top,
2: it's the best defense they've ever had under Sean Payton, and I, I well, really my, believe that. And my, they're showing it.
1: my adopted son, uh, Carl Granderson's flashing all over the place. Uh, I forgot about another he's another guy we've totally of camp. forgotten he's, about. He had two sacks today, and he's looking very, very explosive off the edge. So, look, uh, a lot's being said about PJ Williams, H- how great of a camp he's having. Uh, you know, obviously, Marshawn Lattimore and, and Janoris Jenkins. I mean, right now the defensive backfield looks amazing for well, the Saints. That's Mar- great- Marcus Williams looks even better in yeah. addition to Malcolm Jenkins. Well, that's I mean, a great. Just, the The secondary feels really, really good. The pass rush feels really, really good. So, you know, I, I still think, and I've said this before, to me the big question mark for the Saints defensively, it's all going to come down to besides can they stay healthy, which is a lame take that that's – implied for every team in the history of earth but to me it's can they get something out of a linebacker not named demario davis and between zagbon anzalone alonzo and and nigel bradham the the answer to that should be yes but to me that's still the million dollar question the obligation
2: Obligatory Anzalone thing. Speaking
1: theme, but... of speaking of him, uh, he got roasted by Troutman on that throw you were talking about <laughs>
2: earlier.
1: It's the alternate it's the yeah. conundrum of training camp. Is it? Good I noticed offense? he didn't. I, I noticed he didn't put his hand up, and I'm like, is that
2: shoulder still bothering him? Eh, maybe. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, BetOnline.ag Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. You know, me and Andrew listened to the press conference. Be prepared, people. You were about to get 9,000 feature articles on Janoris Jenkins, a.k.a. Jackrabbit. They were. They asked literally, they asked Kamara, they asked Lattimore, and they asked Sean Payton multiple questions about Janoris Jenkins. But it's good, because he's looked awesome, and Sean Payton uh, agrees with that assessment.
0: He helped us last year. He's, he's a player with very good instincts. Uh, he's a player that I think he's a good tackler. Turn the ball over. I like his ball skills, and, and I would agree with you. He's had a good camp so far, um, and that's been a big plus for us to get a an, another quality corner in our program.
2: You know, we've, we've been on the, look, we've been on the Janoris Jenkins hype train all week, so we're like ahead of the curve, I think, Andrew. Um, but it just goes to show, it just goes to show you, this defense, man, it is, go I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be freaking amazing and this is my thing they better pay DeMario Davis this summer because if this defense is awesome and DeMario Davis messes around and gets like 9 sacks just randomly even though he's not a sack guy even though he blitzes really well his price next year should could be astronomical as team a team goes we need a leader and he gets the Scott Fujita from Cleveland deal but like double right so I think the Saints would be smart if they could to try to lock him in at like 12 13 million dollars a year because a team could get stupid if the Saints defense is amazing and they win the Super Bowl and I'd like to keep DeMario so that's my thing
1: pay DeMario Davis before we I'm with you man I mean we'll we'll have plenty of opportunity to talk contracts in the offseason um later in the year but um no, I mean, you said it. It's, it's about this defense and just, I mean, the quote from Marshawn Lattimore, which I thought was salient, is that he says, look, the whole defense is looking amazing right now. Uh, and this was another quote from him, the secondary group, we are we, we rocking right now. We rocking. Yeah. So you know, he, he's basically saying, look, the defense, and, and that's echoed by all the media basically just saying that defense is winning. You know, right now they're yeah. looking better. Um, and, and it's there, there is always that conundrum of, well, what does that mean for the offense? You know, if, if the defense is in that, that's that's the thing with training camp. When one side's doing well, is it that they're great? Or is it that the other side of the ball sucks? And, you know, it's always like kind of mitigating how you feel about it's like the old. It's, it's
2: like 2014 when Brandon Cooks was just destroying the Saints secondary on a daily basis. Like, so I'm we really were,
1: excited about it, but what? about our secondary and it was, you know? it was the secondary yeah. being a garbage pile you um, you'd feel like you're constantly robbing Peter to pay Paul but you know, I f- this news. this yeah
2: but I feel, I feel like with the same with the Saints we we have a 15-year track record of this offense being amazing
1: exactly no so that that was I was going to echo the point you made earlier and that you just made again which is like we we got to trust Drew Brees and Sean Payton to figure this out like one way or another there's too many weapons there's too much talent you know there's too much the too many assets that have been sunk into the offensive line to make sure that's protected. So like, you know, eventually Andres Pete's going to be healthy. He's going to come back, um, you know, eventually in and, and all the weapons and, and look, I, I mean, we've seen times where the offensive line was playing like total shit. And Sean Payton said, all right, well, we're going to go 11s all day, every day, <laughs> 11 formation, or we're going to do this because our left tackle is garbage. So, you know, it's Charles Brown. So, we're just gonna run double teams and chips to Retreat that side for every Michael Humana, time. Extra Humana. guy in protection. Pierre Thomas, you're playing yep. every down because I need you to be chipping, you know, the, yeah, le- the they'll left figure, tackle, so. Yeah, they'll do it, they'll it out.
2: They traded, they traded um, Akeem Hicks for uh, Michael Humanama, Humanami, <laughs> but I can't say his <laughs> oh, name.
1: Oh, oh Manawa Nui, I can yeah, see do it. Yeah,
2: uh, ho They traded for him, and we're like, we're going two tight ends. How yeah. about that? Two and three, yeah, tight, three ends. tight
1: ends. Sometimes. So, yeah. yeah.
2: So, no, the, the,
1: so I'm just saying they'll figure it out. Uh, and there's still time. So, I, I think with Sean Payton and Drew Brees and their track record, like you you want to hear the defense looking better. I think that's more encouraging right now. But, look, I still think for the offense, to me, if you're taking stock in where the offense is right now, I think the Traquan Smith, the Traquan Smith news that he looks great, that he, he's doing well. That's important for this offense. The fact that Kamara looks healthy, his oh, we, legs are
2: huge. Yeah. We got, the, the, <laughs> the media didn't have the courage today to ask him about his Hulk strength legs. I was really disappointed. Will, will, did, Kamara gave the best, most awesome answer that just made me fired up, and it was great. I'm just going to play it for you right here. Hey, Alvin, J.D. just referenced that uh, Joel Thomas said how uh, –
0: how
2: good you look out there! That he, he thinks you're
0: back to your, your
1: full speed, full self. Um, do you agree with that? Yep. Feel good. I'm back.
2: That was the answer, Andrew. That was the entire answer. He didn't. He didn't expound <laughs> on it. He didn't go into
1: detail. He's just, yep, I'm back. I loved it. No, I mean, and look, listen, that that's huge for this offense. So. I think those are two pieces of news that you take and you have to feel really good about the state of the team right now. And really it's the offensive line uh, that's a concern right now. And I think it's a combination of Andres Pete being out. And so you're asking a rookie who may be playing center currently is getting more snaps at right guard in Ruiz, finding a place for him, making sure he's up to speed you got Nick Easton and, and McCoy. Is he going to change position? So, you know, that, that's a little shaky. And then, look, the tackles are fine, but um, I, I just think ultimately the offensive line, where, where they're at right now, I think there's they're, they're still a little time. But here's the thing about the offensive line. It's not about the play of individuals. It's really about them working together as a unit, and and just the chemistry. And I, I so there is the advantage of Andres Pete has played next to Armstead his whole career, and so on some level there's just there's reps there, and they're going to be comfortable, but if all of a sudden Ruiz has to come in and he's playing center and he hasn't practiced with Andres Pete at all and then Andres Pete is thrown in there the week before the game, I think that's probably, for me, the biggest concern right now is the state of the offensive line because, look, your right tackle can play awesome, but if your center or your left guard is getting roasted, the whole thing breaks down. It really is about those five playing together as a unit. And so I just think Pete being out and then... You know They're either going to rush him back and force him in. That feels a little shaky. We it... don't know who the starting center and who the starting right guard is. That still needs to get flushed out. So I think if there's anything on this team I feel nervous about right now, it's the offensive line feels a little in flux. And they're getting their ass kicked at practice. Well, I would say they're getting their ass kicked.
2: I would say they're getting their ass kicked because, you know, you have – Players like your UDFA adopted son, Carl Granderson, and Trey Hendrickson, which we don't think is, like, major pieces for the Saints, but they're, like, way down the depth chart. If you had a team that was really desperate at pass rusher, they would be – over the moon to have Trey Hendrickson as like their third best pass rusher or their second best pass rusher. Or Granderson, a guy with loads of potential. Like these are guys that the Saints have way down their depth chart that can make plays. You see uh, Zach Bond starting to flash. So their pass rush is just good. And I think when yeah. you combine that – and and this to me goes – And when you
1: put them up against Patrick Omame yeah. or James Hurst, like it's just – they're they're winning those back.
2: But here's the thing that gets, should get you really excited is the Saints are going to have a bunch of weeks – in the year where they're going to be like, hey, they're going, and Green Bay's tackle and their guard are out. Green Bay's center is out. Sanford, you know, they're playing. They're playing. Uh, they're playing Atlanta. And oh, by the way, their their tackles that have been hurt the last couple of years, they're both gone or whatever. and, and they're just going to wreck them. Because they're so yeah. deep, and that's that's the thing that, that And that's ED, not even
1: talking about Davenport. No, you know, it's not. On Yamada, no, Jordan. it's not. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just it's just guy that like the Saints' depth is going to wear teams out, and I think I think this is oh my God, men start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience and they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code ARMCHAIR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code ARMCHAIR, your balls will thank you. It's a positive sign. The last soundbite we have from from Peyton is on Tommy Stevens, uh and the thing that it's interesting about his thoughts on Tommy Stevens is where he, he started the conversation.
0: Look, he's, he's had some plays, uh, in the kicking game. I, there was a play today where he did a good job as a pump holdup player. Um, he runs extremely well. Um, obviously there's a large learning curve for, for what he's doing. And yet I've been encouraged with his approach each day. Uh, you know, he'll correct a mistake and, and, and not let it affect him on the next play. Um, but he's green and, and, and he's got a, uh, you Know a lot of work in front of
2: him, so I mean, to me, that he that's started got practice that,
0: squad written all over him, practice
2: squad written all over him, but that he started on special teams is like that's Sean Payton sent him a message being like, Kid, you better rock it on special teams because that's your path here. And I think, look, they could put him on practice squad and have him protected. Um, so, but I don't know the, I don't know the exact rules. Like does, do, do other teams get a, get a, get first, like, do you still have to pass him through waivers?
1: Yes, you do. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like you, you can now, you know, you, you have the ability to, uh, put 16 guys, including veterans on your practice squad. So there, you're, you're definitely, you have more flexibility there, but the deal is, you know, especially with these these younger players, like they, they still have to clear waivers first. Like if there's an opportunity for them to be on the 53-man roster for another team, the NFLPA, I mean, they've negotiated this to where, like, they, they just, they still, like, that's got to trump. Yep. Being reverted back to your team on a practice squad, they don't want to steal these opportunities away from these well, players. Well, because so, the difference. So yeah, the- I mean, that Carolina's the one to look at. I mean, if the Saints yeah. cut him and they're like, we're gonna put you on the practice squad, you if you clear waivers. I mean, Carolina may say, "Actually, we'll put them on our fifty-three because we have a spot for them. And yeah, but if becomes but you know, that, that becomes and...
2: you. You don't. The thing is, the thing is for the Saints. I think, I think you can. You can't know it for sure, but you can monitor Carolina's roster and see where they're injured and what they're trying to do roster wise, and you can make. An educated guess, you know, like the Carolina, they may have a they. If the Saints, their roster may be equipped where they're like, hey, today we can handle and we can put Tommy Stevens, but they may in a week or two get a lineman hurt, get this guy hurt, and get that guy nicked, where they're like, hey, we don't have a spot for him because we got to, this guy's hurt and he's going to miss time, but. It's only going to be two weeks. We got to keep him on the active roster because we don't want to IR him for those out six, to, you know, so their roster well, becomes more. Well, the becomes whole veteran sh- thing struggle. is what
1: makes this so interesting because I think in years past, I mean, just, just think about it this way, Ralph. The Saints might have said, yeah, like Benny Fowler deserves to make this team. And, like, we need him right now because he's our fourth receiver. Let's just say that, okay? Yeah. And so they sign him or so they keep him on the 53 and they're like, well, we love Tommy Stevens, but Fowler needs to make this team. He's our fourth receiver. So like we ho- hopefully we'll stash Stevens on the practice squad if he gets through. Whereas mm-hmm. now you can hang on to him and say, no, actually, Tommy, you're on 53. We're going to cut Fowler. Cause like, no one's going to pick him up. We're not scared of some team like banging down the door for a twenty-nine-year-old receiver that's you know never had more than a handful yeah, of catches exactly. in the league, so like we'll cut Fowler and we'll stash him on the practice squad, and he's our fourth receiver, and we'll just promote him before game day if we need him.
2: Yeah, I, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a lot of gamesmanship, um, and that sort of thing. You know. Yeah. Final final thought. Um you know, before we, before we get out of here, um, I'm, the thing is, it's, that makes me sad is just like, we get so excited for practice, Andrew, and then the crescendo would come and we'd be like, it's game day today, now we get to see a little bit, whereas now it's gonna like, I think it's gonna, because we won't have the game this weekend, it'll kind of, gonna kind of ratchet down, but then Monday, when they start, when we start again, the, 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 uh the excitement will, will bubble up again. You know, it's just sort of simmering. Whereas in preseasons past would be like, it's game day. And yeah, preseason is lame, but we talk ourselves into liking it. Um, so that's a little disappointment. Uh, is there anything in camp before we do the star of the day that you are hoping to, to not necessarily see, cause we can't see it. Is there any sort of information over the next couple of days and weekend going into next week that you want, Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Well, I I just think overall, like, the progress of the offensive line, you know. I I really, that's the main thing I just want to see them kind of improve on because I I feel great about the state of the defense. It seems Mm -hmm. like they're winning most of these practices. Uh, I feel great about look, Sheldon Rankins looks better. All the backups, Mario Edwards, Granderson, Hendrickson, they're all making plays. Um, So I feel like the saints are really deep on the defensive line, the defensive backfields playing great. So at some point, I'm not so much worried about the quarterbacks and the playmakers with the saints. It's really the line. And I just want to, I don't necessarily need to see them dominate, but I would want to see the media asking Sean Payton about it. And I would want to see reports of progress in terms of their development and chemistry. And look, if it's going to be Nick Easton that has to start at left guard for the saints, because Andres Pete can't come back in time. You know, that's a guy of all the guys. I mean, I would say Ruiz his his development, who's playing center, who's playing right guard between him and McCoy, like they need to figure all that out. But also just like how Nick Easton's playing at left guard, um, that's that's really what I'm paying a close attention to based on how this first week of practice. Yeah, and and the thing is,
2: let's be real, ninety percent of the media and ninety nine percent of the fans, and I put this, I put myself in this category, we don't really know what we're fucking watching when we're watching practice. I'm telling you, there's a handful of media guys. That are that go to practice that actually know what they're looking at, and I would put myself in that boat. Like, obviously, if you were at practice, you would, you could, you really understand it at a level that most people don't. Uh, and I just feel like sometimes that's a struggle with the media and the media. They know what they're going to write about. So they, like, everybody's going to write a Janoris Jenkins feature. They lock, yeah, they lock lock in in on on that. So they're just asking, like, you're going to see 9,000 Janoris Jenkins features this weekend on every Saints website you go to because that's all the goddamn media was asking about. But speaking of that, Andrew, uh, it's time for the Saints' Star of the Day. They won't even bring him to camp. He looks like a Star of the Day for the Saints. For me, I got it. I've been waiting for it, waiting for it. I got my Adam Troutman highlight. He's my star (laughs) of the day. Uh, The Saints didn't give up enough picks for him. He's my star of the day. Who is yours?
1: I got to go with Traquan. You know, we we just talked about, again, how I I, I said, look, if you're a Saints fan, you want them to be great this year. That's what you need to be rooting for is a coming of age for Traquan Smith, because that's what sends this offense to the next level. It's not... Benny Fowler catching 35 passes that's not that's not what sends this offense to the next level it's it's Traquan Smith the light coming on so for him to have a great practice for Sean Payton to speak so well of him uh big step in the right direction that should make us excited um so I'm, I'm giving it to Traquan
2: yeah and final thought this podcast is posting at like 12 45 there ain't another Saints podcast, another media source that gave you thirty plus minutes with sound post practice as fast and as current and as awesome as us. We told you about all the people that signed up for the for the to support us and become patrons at the top of the show. You should too, because let me tell you. You want my, my you want wife. my wife to be sending you that booze bundle, we'll ship it out to you. You sign up, it gets shipped to you the first week of September. It'll be there for week 1 for the Tampa Bay Bucks game. You want it? It's amazing. Support us. We got that. We're rocking in the Discord channel. People are just the the jokes in the Discord channel, they're not good. They are amazing. So I'm telling you, sign up, become a patron. It'll be the best $10 you spend all football season. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again for the big show Sunday night.